Welcome e-commerce empresses to this episode of Woman Powering E-commerce. Join me every Tuesday and Thursday as I take you behind the scenes of my journey as a female e-commerce entrepreneur. Together, we'll explore the highs, the lows, inspiring you to take action and achieve your own business goals. So let's get started. So today I want to talk about inventory. It's definitely something that has been on my mind for as long as I can remember, as long as I have opened my e-commerce. And the reason for that is it's just, it's an art to manage your inventory. So I want to deep dive into that a little bit and talk especially about the inventory management styles. There are different ways of managing your inventory and I've tried a few and I just want to give you my insights and my opinions on what I have tried and I have tried probably the most two common ones which are just in case and just in time so just in case I mean just in case you don't know (laughs) those two strategies are uh so just in time is basically it I mean they say it just in time means no sooner only when needed and just in case is inventory you purchase based on projected sales and to meet any level of demand that you think will come. So um, during COVID, that was definitely something that we saw much more. So I've, I've asked myself this question for so long, not knowing what is the best practice, um, which strategy should I adopt? Because they are definitely two opposite strategies of inventory management. So which one should I choose? And when you start, to be honest, uh, you read articles online, you watch videos, and I mean, it's there are really various opinions. But I would say that we have the pre-pandemic ways of managing inventory. And then we had a different way of managing inventory during the pandemic. And now what are those things? So my experience, I will say pre-pandemic, I would order just in time. My lead times at at the time were very short, maybe two, three weeks max. So that was that was a really nice way to, to, to work. It worked really fine for me. Uh, so if I was about to miss out, uh, be out of stock, order, And two weeks uh, later, I'd have my stock. So it was really simple. Um, I kind of miss those times, but it's fine. Today we're just making, um, we're, we're making adjustments because yes, things have changed. So what happened during the pandemic, you know this, I'm not um, telling you or surprising you with anything uh, new, but um, it was really hard to get your hands on so much raw materials and just anything in general, right? So um, what I saw in the e-commerce industry, the um, the message changed. A lot of people would adopt before the just-in-time method. And then all of a sudden they were really, um, since the lead times were so unreliable, a lot of people just switched to, I'll just order just in case. So people were stocking up. And so did we, but we were pretty lucky uh, during those times because our suppliers were doing okay. We had like a few weeks maybe um, extra, but it, they were pretty consistent. So, but in general, the just-in-case 
uh, management was definitely the one they used. Most e-commerce is uh, e-commerce brands I've um, I've talked to or or like followed up on. So post pandemic, then I would say that um, most people will I think went back to the just in time. Um, in our case, that's what we did. And the reason for that is um, not necessarily because of the pandemic, but because we, uh, with COVID, came more FDA regulations, which means we had to make a few changes in the way we got our product done, basically from start to finish, which means that we needed to get more stuff and uh, more steps done at our labs, at a, where we manufacture products. So now the lead times went and that was probably the most challenging for us, went from maybe two weeks to two months. So that uh, that really got us rethinking our whole inventory strategy. And going through that has allowed me to, I think, better understand the differences between the two and, and the pros, the cons for each. And I think that's what I want to share with you today and just uh, maybe help you if <laughs> those are some questions you have for yourself, at least share my experience and you can decide what's best for you. Um, so I think that the good parts about the just-in-time inventory management is, first of all, it's the co it's cost efficient. Uh, it reduces your inventory holding costs. Uh, you only order and store what's needed. So it minimizes also the storage space and expenses, which I think is a really good pro. There is also a lot of reduced waste. Uh, what I mean by that is it, the more you hold a lot of inventory, the more chances you'll have expired uh, stock, uh, especially, I mean, if you hold, um, if you have clothes or things like that, that may not apply. But in our case, we're in the health industry. So that means expiration dates. Um, so we can only keep our stock for a certain amount of time. So I find that we reduce the waste and any costs associated to uh, that when we just order enough. Another thing that I really appreciate uh, to keep our inventory stocks low is the increased cash flow it gives you. So you don't have so much money tied up in inventory and just sitting there on your shelves. Um, so you can use that for other business needs. So one last point is I would say we have an improved quality control. So the lower you have the inventory levels, the better uh, control and detection of defects or quality issues you'll have. So for example, the other day we had a, a batch of products, they were leaking. So have we had ordered so much? Well, that whole batch would be uh, not, we, we wouldn't have been able to use it. So all of our like uh, bottles, um, the caps were leaking when we shipped them, especially since we ship by plane with the air pressure. It's something we have to think about. So things like that. So it's just, it's easier to, if you have a bad batch or something, then you can quickly take care of it and start over. One of the downsides of doing that is you just rely so much on your suppliers. You really rely heavily on them and it just makes you vulnerable. So if for some reason they cannot provide what you need in a matter of time that it's needed for you, well, what do you do? You have to turn around quickly and do you have other options? So I think that's, it kind of adds a little bit of stress sometimes to that, but I feel like we've 
um, really, we really have good relationships and partnerships with our suppliers. So I feel pretty confident about that. And of course, we don't just have one. We have more than one, which brings more. So it solidifies our um, uh, our inventory if we want, because if it doesn't work with one supplier, we can always turn back to the other one, um, for example. But um, that's one of the things that could be one of the downsides. Another thing is you have um, not a lot of buffer. You have little little room for error. If you have unexpected demand spikes or things like that, well, you'll you'll be back order really quickly. And I have to say that from all like the the changes we've made in the last couple of months and years, that's still something we're trying to manage back orders. We used to have so much in stock all the time. Um, so we're just kind of trying to adjust to that, but we're getting better and better. Again, it's an art. So I think um, with a lot of good calculations and a good software, it's, uh, it's very manageable with time. Another um, point I would add here is uh, production. If it, it kind of ties up with the other point I was talking about, your suppliers, you're very, you become very vulnerable because you depend on them. Yes, for the time they can deliver, but also, and part of that I would say is if they have any production interruptions. For example, if some of their equipment breaks down, well, that will create more delays. So if you don't have a lot of stock in hand, then that can um, bring you to being back order pretty quickly. But I would say that's something that happens rarely, should happen rarely. In our case, that's what, um, we don't deal with that a lot. And another last point I would say is coordination. It just requires such a high coordination to have um, enough inventory not to, you don't want to stock up too much, but you want to make sure you're not back order all the time. So I find that's, it, it's really something you got to learn to manage. So you need efficient communication with your team members internally, but also with your suppliers. Um, so great coordination is definitely essential. And once you have that and you have a good communication, it goes so much smoother and, um, and yeah. All right, so that was for the just-in-time now. How about the just-in-case? Um, that's what I used to um, navigate on a lot, even before the pandemic. Uh, yes, we had short lead times, but I would say we were stocking up. We were stocking up, and as of today, I still have stuff from those years that I'm actually trying to get rid of. It's lost inventory, so let me tell you all about that. There are still some pros. Let's start with those. And uh, let so number one, I would say is just you lower your risk having a buffer. Um, so if you have a high demand or you want to do a, a sell and you sell much more than you thought, then of course you can um, you can really the supply and the demand will be there. So that's really a good point. You also have a steady production, so just a constant supply that comes in comes out. You can. Um, you can also have more predictable lead times. You can manage lead times. So everything is, you can decide when you order, when you, and you're not stressed out um, by missing some stock if everything does not go accordingly to what you had planned. So that's um, one of the things that goes really well. And I find another thing is that when you order a lot in advance and you have enough in stock, it just creates good uh, supplier relationships because 
there is rarely a case where you'll ask for something urgently. You'll be, um, you know, uh, just it, it just goes smoothly and really well. So that's what I found. So there are a lot of downsides I find. And one of those things is the increased holding costs. So it just ties up a lot of capital and that will not serve because it's sitting on your shelf. So there's no point of, of course, I find for just having so much inventory on your shelves. And like I said before, I still have some inventory from miscalculations that we ordered way too much and it's been years and I still have some stuff. So uh, I would not make that mistake again. We learned, um, but I mean, that's just money wasted down the drain. So, and that's it. That's another risk, right? You just have higher risk of losing uh, some inventory. Also not be, one, because you don't, you're not going to sell all of that. And that's before the expiration date. So your stuff, your, your stock may become outdated before you can actually sell it. So that's one thing you have to think of. And um, it, of course, it reduces your your cash flow. So higher in inventory levels mean less cash flow available. That kind of goes with the increased holding costs, but uh, still a little bit of a different point. So another point is uh, we just it lowers your flexibility. It lowers your company's ability to respond quickly, quickly to changes. If you made a mistake on, let's say, a label and, you're, and you we usually proof check everything, but it happened already to us. Uh, and I mean, it's probably going to happen again. We're all human. We're, we try to be very meticulous and detail oriented when we check, let's say our labels, if we're getting a label made um, and then you receive it and you, you realize there's something wrong on it. Well, what happens is that, you know, you have to be quick and make to make changes. So if you have such a, a big amount of stock sitting on your shelves with this mistake, well, it kind of lowers down your flexibility to move quickly and make some changes. And, I, and another point is, and last point I would say is quality control. The more you have, um, the harder it will be to, and it'll be challenging to monitor and control your products. So um, that's just another thing I like to keep in mind. So what do I prefer? I think maybe you should know by now. I just go with just in time. So the main reason why is cash flow. I prefer to leave as much operating cash in the business. I find it is to be crucial and so important. Um, I've learned again from my mistakes. I used to take so much big chunks of money just to pay for inventory. Then I realized it's not worth it. We bet it's better if we use that um, cash flow to put. Uh, back in the business and marketing or staff or name it, uh, it'll be um, cash flow that will be used much better than on inventory. So I'm still learning to manage this through precise inventory management. And there are still lots of improvements to come because I have not perfected this art. I'm not going to lie. I'm still really um, struggling with it, but I really, um, I'm doing better at it with my team. Uh, we are always, every single week, I would say we're finding like little improvements that we can make. And our goal is to definitely uh, bring our number of inventory days as low as possible. I think we've done really good though. Let's also celebrate our wins. We have in the last couple of years, I think brought down the number of inventory days by half, which is a lot. 
But at the same time, I would say I had, we had way too much, way too much before sitting on our shelf. So, but I'm still pretty happy about that. And one thing that convinces me as well that this is the right way to go is when you look at big companies like Apple, for example, Apple's days inventory outstanding for 2023 has averaged, yes, 12, 12 days. And I've looked at the past years and they've already went down to four. Yes, that means that they've had just enough stock in their hands for four days of sales and inventory. I, I feel that's just, it's crazy. We're not there, but it just shows you that it's possible. You just always have, you need a team of people to be very creative of all the things you can do. And that's definitely something I always want to sh and strive to work on. So my goal for this episode was to share my insights about inventory strategies and my reasons for choosing the just-in-time strategy over the just-in-case and also share some benefits and downsides I've seen from doing both methods. So I hope I uh, maybe shed some light on your inventory management questions. Thank you for being part of this journey with me. I hope you gained valuable insights and inspiration today to keep growing and taking action towards your goals. Please follow me on social media. Also follow us on your favorite podcast platform to get notifications every time a new episode is uploaded. See you next time.